Now we're living. Fix the money, fix the world. Um, I'm very happy, very delighted. The type of things we'll be able to build over there. You see? So this is where we mine Bitcoin in Lagos in Nigeria. Development is coming to it. Bitcoin Education Center. Bitcoin Village. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and GFY. What's up? Welcome to Stack Chain Spaces. Today, I have the honor and privilege of talking to Jeremy and Olu from Satoshi's Journal and Bitcoin Village. Uh, it's an amazing movement going on in Nigeria. And when Bitcoiners hear Bitcoin adoption in other places, especially like Nigeria, you think, oh, this is amazing. This is like El Salvador. This is like Bitcoin Beach. And I just want to kind of frame this a little bit and say that what's going on in Nigeria is not the same as what's going on in El Salvador. In El Salvador, there's a Bitcoin president. He's passed a Bitcoin friendly law and he buys the dip. In Nigeria, that's not going on. There was a period in time in which Bitcoin was uh, banned or prohibited in Nigeria. And Nigeria is about to launch a CBDC. So these things are not the same. But despite that, despite that, the hopeful nature of Bitcoiners is thriving in Nigeria. Nigerias are carrying the banner of Bitcoin and Bitcoin adoption in amazing ways. And, and Bitcoin Village is one of these ways. And I'm so excited to have Jeremy and Olu on today to tell us about Bitcoin Village. Guys, welcome to Have Fun Stacking Sats. Tell me about Bitcoin Village. Drum roll. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having us, Antonio. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Uh, I'll let Jeremy go. He's the CEO of Satoshi John, the founder. So I'll go after him. Yeah, no, thank you very much for having us. Thank you for you guys, what you guys are doing. Uh, we are very honored to have be on your show and to for you guys to do a campaign of donations for the village. Um, a quick introduction of myself. I am Jeremy Garcia. Um, I am just a pleb. I love writing. Um, and because of my passionate for writing, I decided to start Satoshi's Journal with Olu. Um, we thought there was a need for more um, friendly competition in, in the Bitcoin publication um, area. We're a Bitcoin and news and education media company out of Nigeria. And um, it's, it sure does help to have another player. Granted, we're very tiny, but we, we have, we're Mighty Mouse, I guess. And, and every, every stack matters, man. Yeah, we want to invigorate uh, 
just creativity, uh, like promotion of people's creativity, whether it's writing, whether it's videos, um, any any form of media that's Bitcoin only. Um, welcome at Satoshi's Journal. Um, our emphasis is on the plebs. Um, basically, we want to tell the stories of every pleb as possible. And so if you go to satoshijournal.com, you'll be able to see some Bitcoin pleb stories, whether they're Nigerian, um, from Kenya or uh, America. Uh, there's there's people from all over the world that have written. We're, we're read in over 40 countries currently. And yeah, it's we pay our content creators. Um, so if you want to write for us, we'll pay you 25,000 Satoshis. 10,000 Satoshi. And, yeah, and we're not only content. It's still yours. You can take it elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing that differentiates us. Um, and we do fiction, nonfiction, Bitcoin only content. So, yeah, if you guys want to get paid as, as some sats for your content, send them our way. We'd love to have your story and or just anything that has to do with Bitcoin. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. So that's the quick from other Bitcoin publication companies. We don't own your guys' content. Um, we don't censor it. We try our best to keep the original content as virgin as possible. So our head editor, Dadu, um, we had a discussion and we said, when someone submits something to us, we want it to be their voice. We don't want it to be our voice. So we do minimal. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, so that's the quick on me. Uh, go ahead, Olu. Thank you very much, Jeremy. And once again, Antonio, thank you for having us. It's thank been, you for thank you for showing up, guys. Yeah. Thank thank you. Yeah. Thank thank you. It's been a blessing uh, uh, to have you guys uh, um, support us and, and even wanting to support us more. Um, before I introduce myself, myself and Jeremy, uh, we hope that this day will come and, and better days will come. But in the beginning, we said, you know what? We have to just do the proof of work. We have to spend our money, and and maybe one day if the players see what we're doing maybe they'll be interested and i'm glad that god is using the right set of people uh to take us there uh, it's not easy here in nigeria uh because of what you said at the beginning is vice versa to what is happening at el salvador even though we are kind of emulating them but we're a product of our environment so we are modeled differently so quick intro introduction <clears throat> my name is oluwa shegun koshimani uh they call me Mr. Lamy, uh, Mr. Lamy Lamy is like, it's my nickname. I have multiple nicknames anyway, but I just leave it as at that. I own a, a Bitcoin only exchange in Nigeria. I have listed shitcoin before. I yanked them off. Uh, I wasn't ready for them to ruin the lives of my users and uh, that of myself. So I'm very glad we are Bitcoin only. We are the only Bitcoin only company in Nigeria as we speak. Others have USDC, USDT. As Nigeria is big, there are so many Bitcoin companies, but they are not Bitcoin company once you have at least USDT, USDC, you have Ethereum, all of that. Yeah, I respect what you're doing, but we are the only Bitcoin-only company as we speak in Nigeria uh, without the addition of something else. And of course, um, I'm the co-founder of Satoshi's Journal. I'm humbled to be on this journey with this great man, um, Jeremy. Uh, there's so many things about my life. I don't know where to start from. I'm, I'm, my family, very humble. Uh, yeah, my dad's a mechanic, an engineer, 
and my mom, uh, fortunately for her, she's from a wealthy family. They've got some level of oil, some contact here and there, the politics. She lives in America, and uh, we came from the bottom, uh, but we, we give God the glory, the willingness to succeed and the sincerity of purpose, coupled with international exposure, uh, have really uh, helped us leapfrog. And my exposure to Bitcoin in the last few years uh, have taught me a lot. I've been in the um, financial space, remittance space. You can see I wear earrings and I braid my hair, so it's not like I'm a banker. I don't have accounting, accounting or banking background. But, you know, uh, in 2016, I was in the cold winter and I did cold Kickstarter classes with New York Code and Design Academy. And that's where I got... Um, uh, uh, my knowledge from in my hand, and then I I, I I started brushing on my own. I became self-taught, and uh, we built a diaspora banking application for United Bank of Africa. It's one of the biggest banks in Africa. They had 16 million customers at the time uh, in about almost 20 African countries. So if you're sending money today uh, with United Bank of Africa or cross-border remittance, you're using our technology, and. Um, Quick, quick one. We wanted to uh, replicate that and add Bitcoin to it. They didn't like the idea. We're looking for funding from multiple people. Um, but by the time VCs got on our table and they were about to put the check out, COVID-19 struck and there was no hope. The only hope was Bitcoin. Bitcoin need no license. We don't need no any other thing. Just plug in and play. And that's how um, we became um, sovereign and, and free. And uh, besides that, I've worked with the ex-president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. I have some um, level of that exposure. I've worked at the Lagos State House of Assembly. Um, I've been a musician, uh, maybe a failed one. <laughs> <laughs> There's no failure in music, man. Yeah, but, but I think I think maybe I didn't have the uh, financial capacity to push myself at the time uh, because I felt like when I'm when I'm spending money on something, if I'm not getting immediate value. I try to put it on something else. So I, I became the brand executive of a 24 hours music and lifestyle channel. And I was really helping lots of brands. I felt that's my calling. But I still have so many tracks, though. Maybe I'm going to do a Bitcoin track pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, my family of three. Um, my brother lives in the US. My, my sister lives in the UK. I decided to come back to Nigeria because I love my country. This adoption work can be done from diaspora. It has to be done put on ground. And that's why Satoshi Jona is here. We are the only Bitcoin only again. So I'm fortunate to, to be co-founder uh, co of two companies, Bitcoin only. Satoshi Jona is media, uh, news, and education, Bitcoin only. And there is no other in Nigeria as we speak. 220 million people, shitcoin companies everywhere. Uh, it's quicker to make money that way. But we took it upon ourselves. We said, you know what? We will spotlight everything Bitcoin. We will build a monumental Bitcoin infrastructure. We will make sure whether uh, the government is for us or against us. We'll fight our battle. And um, yeah, hopefully our names will be written in the positive book of history, even when we are no more here. It's a tough job, but we give God the glory. We are on the journey. Excellent. You know, and... Um it's good to be a Bitcoin only company for a wide variety of reasons, but people eventually learn. People eventually learn not to shitcoin and the Bitcoin only companies stand and prevail when the shitcoin companies fail. We're seeing a lot of that right now. 
um, I, I'm sure you know what's going on in the United States with Scammer B and the collapse of, of all these shitcoin Ponzi's, but all the Bitcoin only companies are are doing just fine. So for you to be that in Nigeria and your it's it's really important, and and I applaud you for that. Um, tell tell me about Bitcoin Village, man. <laughs> Woo! Wow. You know, when we set up um, Satoshi's journal, uh, we we're planning all our big vision and everything. Everything we're doing is properly orchestrated. And when you mention Bitcoin Village, I get goose pimples. I wish I could just show you right now. Yeah, me because, too. <laughs> yeah. Is is de is deeper than what the old world can see for us, because being accepted by the world like this is like something we spoke about in, in the corner, and we feel like we we gonna let's go look for support, and we said who's gonna support us? Nobody knows me, Jeremy. Nobody knows you. We just random plebs on Twitter. Why don't we just go with the Bitcoin edos? Let's put in proof of work, and and maybe the world will see. I I had. These um, acres of lands that I've, I've invested in, I've been running away from Naira for many years of my life, most most especially in the last three years. So um, every time I make money, I just convert the entire cash to real estate. I haven't even met Jeremy at the time, you know, so I, I never knew anything about construction from ground to the top. But I'm a fast learner. My eyes are, so my, some of my local friends call me visual pirates. They say, if you don't want all to know, it's not showing. You know? <laughs> so so uh, once you show me something, I grab. If I'm interested, I move with it real quick. So I'm learning construction very fast. I'm using Jeremy's knowledge and I'm reading a lot, taking courses. I'm sure Jeremy's just hearing that for the first time. But I've been buying properties. Um, you know, uh, Bitcoin Village, I bought this acres of land. Uh, I had dreamed to run agriculture and to build a tech village uh, right there because the Fort Mellon Bridge, uh, which is uh, like, it's like saying Brooklyn Manhattan Bridge in like maybe 10 places would be built um, and cut across into the Bitcoin village. Uh, anybody that knows the Third Mellon Bridge will know that the Third Mellon Bridge is the bridge that opened up the city of Lagos. And now city of Lagos has expanded so much, it needs a Fort Mellon Bridge. Uh, so as soon as I heard about the Fort Millan Bridge, I've been looking for properties to buy. Uh, most of the places are very expensive. I can't afford it, the millions of dollars or too much hundreds of thousands. And I was very fortunate. Uh, my lawyer involved me in a place. I bought the acres of land and left it there. When I met these guys, um, Jeremy and the rest of our team, Digi Satoshi, Saida, all of them. You know, randomly I just said, you know, I have this land, maybe we can mine Bitcoin or do something. And and I, I've even forgotten who said it. I, I don't even know how the word came and said, let's build a Bitcoin village. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to donate one acre plot of land. Firstly, when I said that, you know, um, Ordinarily, some of my friends were like, you're supposed to build an hotel on top of that land or Airbnb and make fiat money on it. But they don't understand. They don't understand. Most and people don't, yeah. They don't, they don't get it. And so so we have one acre, uh, 60 by 120 each, which is six plots of land. Six plots of land make one acre. It's big enough to have uh, a Bitcoin development um, education center art gallery, 
uh, accommodation for students and teachers and facilitators and trainers, um, uh, a, a rest, uh, should I say, like a mini guest house, swimming pool, basketball courts, and of course, football pitch. Our dream is to bring uh, um, new life to a place that feels like they don't have hope. It's from Ekman, Lagos is the location of the Bitcoin village. Uh, it's four minutes from the Badoe Jetty. The Badoe Jetty is a million dollar uh, uh, jetty infrastructure and houses just four minutes across the water to the Bitcoin village is sold at $100,000, $150,000, some houses. But the Bitcoin village itself don't even have electricity as we speak. Um, no, no, no power as we speak. So people power their homes with generator and and solar. So it really touched me. And and it's thirty minutes away from the U.S. embassy. Uh, well, thirty minutes away from five star hotels. Beautiful, beautiful places. Cut across multiple places in Lagos, Nigeria. And so the entire team came together and said, "Look, this is our best spot. Firstly, we can bring." electricity to these families with solar we can they can end up mining uh, uh, bitcoin in their homes and of course we have enough space land space to also set up a mining mining rig i'm a miner myself uh, then what else we can we can grow what people we eat on the land we have land and space to plant cassava yam maize even rare maybe goats uh, so that we the villagers can enjoy some of our services and, and at the same time um, feed from us. And, and, and But what is most important is we want to build a school because I have been training kids for years now, kids of age 6 to 12 about Bitcoin. And um, I've taught widows, I've taught farmers. Uh, I even orange peeled the ex-president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, President Kula Jonathan. He bought his Bitcoin, first Bitcoin from me. Great leader, wonderful person. Uh, gave me the opportunity to, you know, preach Bitcoin to him. And I miss so many rich people that I've met. Very humble person, uh, you know, and, and, and he buys the Bitcoin only idea. He, he doesn't have any other coin. And, and so um, it was only right that... Um, I create a teacher lifestyle. So Jeremy said, Olu, I'm going to fund this 50%. You come up with the next 50%. Wherever our funding gets to, we'll stop at that. And um, hopefully we will find people to help us. Uh, the school is supposed to focus on STEM, basically, yes. Uh, but we don't want it to look like the fiat operation type of education system. We want it to be like a vocational school but with certification. English, maths, history of money obviously uh, uh, and, and basic other courses but about Bitcoin. So whether you're 6 to 12 then uh, 13 to uh, 17 then 18 to say maybe like 35 can learn theoretical aspects of Bitcoin and also the practical aspects of it. We also we already have a full end-to-end um, -end lightning curriculum. Uh, we have some friends that we're talking to. We're looking for developers who will fly down here and come and teach in class virtually. We don't mind, but in class where people can touch and feel you. There's so many developers in Nigeria, thousands of 
developers, budding developers, they don't know anything about Bitcoin. Um, they know about Solidity here and there because so many shitcoin companies, Web Web three companies, can really quickly give you lots of bucks. But when it comes to when you bring the best developer that is working in a financial institution or in a fintech company to come and work around Bitcoin, they 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 start to do rubbish. You know, I've hired them, I know, <laughs> until they are properly tutored. So this our ecosystem is a completely different one. You know, like me, I thought I knew Bitcoin in those years until you know I sold some. I I I discovered that Bitcoin is major. My Bitcoin story is another story from what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm so happy that um, it's on where Bell Lagos. One of the largest local governments in Lagos will experience Bitcoin. The, the community has accepted us, even to the Paramount King. Um, they can't wait for their for their um, kids and, and, and adolescents and, and youths to come and start learning. The school is supposed to allow you come from any part of Nigeria, come um, sign up, take the course in class, come with your computer. If you are a body um, software developer, you will be the best candidate because you already know how to develop right fine but now we'll put you on the bitcoin p and um, you will learn how to build on bitcoin core and lightning and you'll get certified and if you just want to learn the uh theoretical part of it yes you can come and take quick two weeks course three months or a full one year stretch uh, and lastly, um, this that we're doing is not a short-term thing. But, uh, we're also not doing it to make money. Uh, we don't have intention of monetizing anything. If we ever do, maybe it's just to keep operations running. Uh, whether I am here or I'm no longer here, and I believe the same thing goes for my partner, my friend, my brother Jeremy. Uh, we believe this is going to be a monumental structure forever and ever. If I die today, the Bitcoin village should be operating. People should be learning Bitcoin. I just want a small picture of myself somewhere <laughs> on the front that they can always say, oh, he, he conceptualized the idea with one white man. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So, so you were talking about um, Bitcoin mining and the conversation we had the other day that you were talking about like even teaching people how to repair miners. You talk a little bit about that. Oh yeah, Jeremy, you want to go? Yeah. So um, the Bitcoin Education uh, Center, the school we're building, is going to prepare students to be the future businessmen and women in the Bitcoin space. Um, we know that all kids don't want to just program on Lightning. Um, so we thought that if we could actually in, in Nigeria, there's a lot of Bitcoin mining going on. If you guys have been listening to the news, and I know you have, um, you got uh, ExxonMobil doing um, mining over there in Nigeria. And so um, in New Mexico, where I live, the oil industry is the biggest moneymaker for us. We get about $2 billion a year. So I, I've been to these mining, um, I mean, the oil fields, and I've seen a bunch of businesses all around the oil fields. And they're the people that are providing the oil men um, services as far as like repairing their equipment and giving them equipment to be able to do oil filled drilling. And it's going to be the same with Bitcoin mining in Africa. So Olu and I, I think we we're having a, a call with Master Guantai and um, we said, man, we in the future when Bitcoin mining becomes commonplace, we're going to need technicians. And there is an actual... Um, 
a gentleman out of Nigeria who has, um, his, he goes by Carbon Coin, and he's mining Bitcoin. And he was on our show, and I think he was actually the one that we, we talked about and we had the aha moment. If we could train the students to be able to learn, first and foremost, what a node is, what a miner is, how to assemble, how to disassemble, and how to service them, they could be the future um, manufacturers of the node or the miner, or they could be the future servicemen or women of it. So that's going to be a huge industry. And if we can prepare a student for that and they can leave our school and with the skill set to be able to start a business, whether they've got Bitcoin mining business, they build the miners or they service them, you're going to see a huge propagation of service services around the Bitcoin mining uh, uh, facilities. And of course, those Bitcoin mining facilities are going to be around the oil facilities. So it's kind of interesting because you'll have all the oil, um, uh, the servicemen and women for the oil industry right next to the Bitcoin mining servicemen and women. It's just going to get bigger and bigger. So that's how we came with up with the notion of trying to not only teach people how to program because not everyone has that kind of mindset. Some people are more hands on. And so if we can have a curriculum that is inclusive of all um, forms of education, then we could prepare students for the future. Um, and that's how it can be. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about um, microgrids in Africa and how Bitcoin mining can fit into the picture, providing electricity to places where it may be more difficult or, you know, basically places where they have a natural resource, maybe some hydro or a, a field where it gets good sun. But, you know, the non-government subsidy of Bitcoin mining can allow energy to be produced and supplied in a way that nobody would fund before that Bitcoin miners can fund it. So having having the skill to repair and work with miners is super useful for the community in this way for for as far as the development part like becoming a lightning developer or writing code on top of uh, bitcoin core um are nigerians well suited for this Woo! oh my god <laughs> did i know how to ask the right question you you asked the right question you know check out top 100 companies in the world today uh, companies with the best market cap you will find a nigerian there uh, i can bet it's a nigerian developer in, in in many technology companies all over the world today nigerian developers are very good very very good you can hear um, you can uh, i mean there are okay so there is already uh, an organization called Kala in Nigeria here. They're trying their best by some of our friends here in Nigeria. Uh, they're training Bitcoin uh, developers here in Nigeria. And that's because there's a pool of lots of developers, but they don't know how to um, um, code on Bitcoin. So um, that's why we're trying to help. They've not been able to um, champion the course because of the um, um, population of our country but they're, but, they're, but they're on track so uh, we are like okay we, we can try and it will be better expand this program it's been our vision and say 
there are thousands and thousands of software developers in Nigeria, different types of languages, and the software development industry have succeeded highly. That's why you can see Nigerian startups are billion dollar startups, uh, whether fintech, whether agritech, or insurtech. Uh, so uh, even in our music industry, uh, lots of software developers have really helped uh, in many ways. So that arm is doing well. But imagine if we truly want, want, want to take adoption to the next level. It's not just about teaching Bitcoin education and, and, and uh, encouraging Bitcoin um, usage. We need to also train the builders. Uh, we, we need to build products that will enhance and foster adoption. And the only way we can do that is to train people that will build and train people that will train other people. So if you already know how to write uh, HTML, CSS, Java, whatever it is, what stops you from, you know, channeling this knowledge into knowing how to build products around the best money, the hardest money, uh, money that can never be debased and when properly uh, followed, you can never really censor Bitcoin at all. You can censor the platforms that enable it, of course, because they are centralized platform, but, you know, you know what I mean, you can't censor Bitcoin. So uh, if you truly want a hyper-Bitcoinized Nigeria, an hyper-Bitcoinized economy, we really must train people who already have the software skills uh, so we're not going to be starting from ground zero and say, let's train you how to write codes. No, you already know how to write codes, but let's train you how to build products, hairdressers products, um, agricultural products, health products. Um, you're a barber, you can, you can enhance your business by taking lightning payments by launching a barbing app. You know, uh, uh, you, you run a small food canteen business and you deliver you don't even have a, a a shop but you cook from home what stops you from you know integrating how, how receptive are people how receptive are people to accepting bitcoin like when you teach them about it it's 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 like this in nigeria you know why you must have the strategy and the elements that is needed to educate people uh, so it might be difficult to teach a white man what bitcoin <laughs> how bitcoin help but i can tell you here um if i gather fifty thousand nigerians today i will win the hearts of forty-five thousand in less than two minutes and they will all download bitcoin application but you know it's it's it's, it's um cost intensive to gather people in nigeria Every person that I have engaged, I have orange pilled, including the ex-president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. So there is inflation in our country. It's not fake. It is real. When the government tells you it is 21%, the real world market is telling you it is 35-40%. Our money has been debased. As we speak today, the central bank will no longer allow you to take per week, seven days, 24 hours multiplied by seven times, not be able to withdraw in cash more than $115,000. So, so I, want, I want to flesh that out because this is insane. This is insanity. So the central bank is launching a CBDC that they obviously want the people to use. And one of the ways that they're encouraging people to use it is they're limiting the amount of cash 
like physical cash that people can take out of the bank to an amount that's like ridiculously small. So could you unpack that? Nigeria has always had a cashless policy since 2012. But you see this entire Web3 blockchain brouhaha kind of made uh, the country accelerate the, the centralization of, money, of monetary power because they thought of it and said, look, if we allow Web3 triumph in this country, there's going to be lots of things we don't understand. So let's go the GovCoin way. And the GovCoin way is the central bank digital currency titled E-Naira. The only way they can accelerate the penetration and the adoption of E-Naira is to reduce cash from the system. And first thing they did is, oh, we have lost the track of most of the cash in the systems. And, and, and because of that, we want to do away with that um, kind of cash. We will create a new cash by redesigning the, cur the currency, which they did not redesign, they recolored. Uh, so lots of money voted for that went down the drain. Billions must have been sucked up by you know you know who they are. And then now that we have redesigned the, the, the or re recolored the, the naira, we will make sure you don't get enough of this. Many things they can do. They can use it um, against people that don't believe in their ideas. They can use it for censorship. They can use it for surveillance. Your national identification number will, uh, uh, will will interoperate with your bank verification number, with your passport, uh, your traveler's passport, your driver's license, your electricity, water, uh, television bills. Everything that has to do with your data will be connected to the CBDC. That's the goal. The central bank didn't tell me that, but I can see that's the goal. And eventually, if I say, oh, Mr. President, what you're doing with your government is bad. I say, oh, oh, Lou, oh, you want well, to stop? There's already been there's already been examples of the government financially punishing people for protesting and like shutting down bank accounts. Right. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, NSAS protest was a protest, uh, fortress protest protest uh, for um, the freedom of, of young people uh, that are experiencing police brutality in our country. And I've been a victim of that issue too. The police see that you braid your hair, they can clamp down on you and start to you know, maltreat you. You wear earrings, you carry a laptop, you use an iPhone. It's, it, 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 it's a big issue in Nigeria. It kind of I've reduced a little bit, but it was terrible. So young people came out and said, enough is enough. People have lost their lives because of this, and we do not want bad policing any longer. We're going to shut down the economy of Lagos states. Imagine you shutting down the economy of New York City. It's going to cripple the entire country. So that's what we did. We shut down the economy of Lagos states by protesting. Some of us protested on Twitter. Some of us protested by, uh, you know, just not offering our services to maybe government people. And, and the rest of us, you know, went to the streets, and uh, they cut the accounts of the people that were leading the protest uh, uh, and the channels that money was used to fund the protest. They, they shut people's account down, they seized bank licenses, put bankers, uh, bank fintech companies on suspension for just a short few days. And real quick, uh, I think it was Jack Dorsey that tweeted the Nigerian flag with the Bitcoin um, um, word and boom, that's how Nigerians just got it. Oh, Nigerian flag, Bitcoin. That means we can actually raise funds with Bitcoin. Oh yeah! And calls started coming into all the Bitcoin companies. Uh, 
my company bought me cash, started getting lots of inflow, boom, boom, bam, and, and, and narration. We want to send money to uh, the protest ground. And lots of funds were raised, and we held down the protest for about two weeks. And government didn't understand what was going on any longer because this money kept on coming from different parts of the world, and they could not shut it down no more. Protest was getting stronger and stronger, disgracing the government, CNN, BBC, everywhere. They had to come with their guns in the military and shot people at the protest ground. It was a terrible moment, and that's how we all dispersed. Uh, uh, that's ter that's terrible. Um, if you know, this is why I start off by start off this episode by explaining that Nigeria is different than El Salvador, because we are very clearly seeing how Bitcoin and CBDCs are different, and what the intention of a CBDC is, and what the intention of Bitcoin is. Bitcoin represents an honest money for an honest world it represents freedom and liberty cbdc's represent control you know authoritarianism and censorship and nigerians are right there like every bitcoiner should be paying attention to bitcoiners in nigeria because you know what every central bank is paying attention to the central bank of Nigeria, central banks around the world are watching Nigeria right now to see how it plays out. It, it's, it's, it's more dangerous than that. You know, people yeah. like the weekend cloud can be picked up tomorrow morning. This interview can go viral and, and you hear always behind bars for what? For talking Bitcoin. It, I've spoken on national TV or radio. Um, myself and Jeremy are putting Bitcoin on the radio. We're doing Bitcoin conference in 2023. Next year, you're all invited. Please come come and help us. Let's orange peel this country together. Uh, I'm really not against Nigeria creating whatever money it wants to create. This is my country, Nigeria. Firstly, why it's not going to succeed is because of the the motive behind it. it, it, it once Nigerians discover uh, the truth where it's at and, and people will want to opt out, we have to tell people where to go. Um, there, there is nothing to lose. We have suffered too much in Nigeria. The suffering is so much. Nigeria has a population of over 217, 220 million people. By 2050, we will be about 500 million people, according to the World Bank and other stats out there. Um, and, and the population of young people is about 75%. As we speak today, the people between age 18 and 40 in Nigeria takes bulk of the population. Internet penetration is high. People understand social media. People understand um, uh, 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 technology to a very high degree. But still, some people, a lot of people live in rural areas. Some people don't even get to see $1 in five days. It's terrible here in Nigeria. So the rich ones are extremely rich. The poor ones are terribly poor. And the only way everybody can be equal is Bitcoin. Bitcoin knows no color. Bitcoin don't care whether you are uh, uh, American or Nigeria. It gives everybody equal freedom and distributes your profits equally. If you bought a dollar Bitcoin, you get your profits the same time, the same minutes. The, the $1 million Bitcoin guy is enjoying 
bullishness. So um, that's basically why we have to preach this money that will never experience the inflation that we're experiencing now. People are poorer today, Anthony, as I speak. If you had a millionaire in the bank four months ago, go and check the inflation rates and see what has happened. Uh, the currency exchange is totally crumbling people's wealth. Today, you will have nothing more than 400,000 Naira. So that's about 60% loss of your wealth. You don't even get access to more than $4,000 for personal travel allowance. That is after showing the bank your visa, your valid passports, uh, the country you're going to, who you will stay with there, and all sorts of information, privacy we have to expose. If I want to pay anybody abroad now, I must give them the right. house. Like, like if you just wanted to come to Pacific Bitcoin in California. Like so you, you would have... Uh, you, you, need, you, you can't get $4,000 as... as personal travel allowance, but you know, they may not even give you at the end of the day because when they see you're going for a Bitcoin conference and they don't like it, they may say, oh, we don't have dollar. You know, or you want to pay for school fees of your daughter or your child, or you want to ship in some goods. It's so terrible. Now, you don't have access to get dollars from the bank if you're not traveling or paying for things after exposing yourself. What you have to do is you have to go and buy your dollar from the black market. And the black market is not supposed to be existing because the central bank is no longer issuing Beryl the change licenses. The BDCs are called Beryl the change. They are the ones whose licenses permit them to sell um, foreign exchanges. They don't give them license no more, but they are still on the streets. So somebody's backing them up. That's one. Two, you can't spend more than $20 per month for international transactions from your NARA uh, account. You need to go and open a domiciliary account. A dumb account is a foreign uh, currency account. Now, if I have a dumb account, how do I get dollar? Bank can't give me. I have to go and buy dollar from the expensive dollar market out there in the black market and bring it to the bank to start taking out their deductibles from it and then tell me how to spend it, when to spend it. It's so terrible. But if it's with Bitcoin, I can spend a thousand dollar in one second. I can buy stuff over a hundred thousand dollar without anybody stopping me. The Nigerian can pay for school fees, do anything. Uh, all over the world, Nigerians now take money for just designing graphics for somebody in america and they get paid hundred dollar via bitcoin no insurance no bank nobody is taking out of this money it's not even uh, experiencing any taxation at all it goes directly to the person and so once people understand this tell me will we ever want to go back into naira until they realize fully that sats is the spendable currency and bitcoin is the money they will never even want to convert their Bitcoin to Naira again. What we do here is we follow Satoshi's journal white paper. New electronic peer-to-peer -peer cash. Nigerians don't even huddle that much. They use Bitcoin like money. And the Bitcoin P2P marketplace in Nigeria is so big. Go and ask Ray Paxful. That's why this business is expanding. P2P and OTC over the counter. Paxful can never play with Nigerian customers. Binance can never play with Nigerian customers, although they are a shitcoin company proliferating our country with shitcoin. And don't let people focus on which one is Bitcoin. All the Bitcoin education they give is just to disguise you into coming and then sprinkling shitcoin all over you. You know, so um, it's so terrible here. It, it, it drops people's emotions all the time. People get hurt. People get burnt. 
they don't know how to focus and that's why we exist and we say you know what but we build a monumental structure we won't put it in a city where we can be disturbed we'll put it on a private property where government don't own but we get all necessary documentation legitimately for it we will run it build a circular economy just like Elzonte have done uh bitcoin beach and um who knows? Maybe one nice president will say, look at what you guys have done. This is actually awesome. If you can do it here, let's replicate it for the entire nations. We're talking to people and hopefully with the help of other plebs all over the world, um, Satoshi Nakamoto's vision, which is God's vision, will manifest in this country. That's, that's amazing, man. Um, so Bitcoin Village... Uh, aside from being like ongoing STEM education and and not just teaching about Bitcoin too, like helping the students learn if they need to learn English or if they need math skills, it you know it'll teach them what they need to know to get to where they need to go. But um, you you had explained this thing the other day where you're really focusing on training the trainers, like that's that's a big thing. Can you tell us a little bit about training the trainers? I mean, I'll, I'll let Jeremy do more portraits, but let me just touch on it real quick. It's not going to be easy to have Anthony, John, all the big Bitcoiners come in and stay 365 days in Nigeria. You can only come maybe on vacation, uh, maybe for the Bitcoin conference in 2023. But if we train the locals, right, they, 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 they become astute they know these things then they can teach their fellow brothers and sisters uh you know we don't have to wait for a lightning development fly into this country the, the the next guy who may not be able to speak french english but can write codes would do it uh you know if you can if some people cannot speak english but they are very handy they can use their they understand motherboards they can use they can sold they can screw they can repair a miner very well so they, what we, they don't care about english once the miner is bought why send it back to china we can always just call mohammed or call um tola or you know or shagun and say hey come on i'll pay you so so amount you fix it it's just like the computer village economy in nigeria we call a place called a place is called Computer Village in Lagos. They repair anything, technology, uh, appliances, phones, laptop, etc. And it's now a billion-dollar empire. You don't have to travel abroad to go and learn how to fix Apple laptops. If I have issue with my Apple laptop now, I don't need to send it back to where I bought it from in America. I can just take it to the next guy here next door. He will fix it, earn money, take care of his family. Uh, uh, I will enjoy the services that he has given to me. And the economy keeps booming. You know, so that's what we want to create for Bitcoin too. Uh, so Train the Trainers program uh, uh, is why we are actually building an in-class such that when you come here, Anthony, and you give maybe like, a, maybe you stay here for two weeks and you give like a five-day intensive lectures and, and, and some people get it. Those people can teach hundreds and hundreds of people. Jeremy, please buttress this point. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to teach a man uh, how to fish. Don't give him a fish. And if we can teach the village men and women how to fish, basically teach them about what money is. First and foremost, they need to know what money is because if for you to understand Bitcoin, you have to know what money is. So when we teach the village men and women and the children what money is, and then they get to understand what Bitcoin is, then they can actually teach future um, iterations of them. And we hope to have the school be the first of many where you have a template 
and you just replicate it over and over. And so, I mean, it's not going to be the first school that we build. We believe that by Olu and I um, doing what we're doing and then plebs joining us after they see proof of work, which they've started to join us and stack chainers have been very, very um, instrumental in getting us more publicity and, and support. And we really appreciate that. But as more people come, stack chainers, um, plebs, and they see the proof of work, Olu is going to be posting some videos here pretty soon on more uh, updates on the construction. And when they see the erection from foundation all the way to the top, we hope that in the future, all schools that we build will be funded by plebs. It won't just be Olu and I having to come up with all the money. And, and, and then, because that's the beauty of it is proof. We we're following the Bitcoin ethos. If, if, if you see the proof of work and you see the blockchain and you see all those transactions, we're doing no different. The blockchain in our case is what we're doing. You see every transaction is basically the foundation that starts with the, the soil, the concrete, the walls, the roof. That's all proof of work. So, um, and my, my, my love is teaching people about money. Um, so if I can basically teach one person, that person has the potential to teach a million, I don't know. So, I mean, every person counts and that's why it's important that whether we're on a small Twitter spaces of just four people or on a spaces that's a thousand people or on a interview with just a few people, you don't know who is going to be listening and who could actually learn something from you and then empower someone else. So um, Satoshi's Journal is a platform that we take great response. So with great power comes great responsibility. And we all know that media companies don't use that power for good. And if we can use our media company to for good, which we will, uh, we have the potential to responsibly teach people about uh, money. Uh, before we even created Satoshi's Journal, we actually had Fix the Money, Fix the World. That, that was born before Satoshi's Journal. Fix the Money, Fix the World is a nonprofit. That is what's behind the village. And so all proceeds that are coming from us from stack chainers is going to fix the money fix the world.net um and that's our nonprofit and with that nonprofit we plan on not only building a school but funding translations um and books um as many things that we can do with the nonprofit for educational purposes um that was why we created it and then satoshi's journal was 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 uh, born so that's kind of how it came to be. Um, when, when does the CBDC go into place? When does that happen? Oh, it's already out. It, I mean, it's, already it's, out. Getting, it's getting very low adoption. And that's why they're accelerating all these tactics and redesigning the Naira here and there. But, you know, they're just putting out things that will make people excited. But then... I know that they just want to accelerate the adoption because financial inclusion becomes easier with the CBDC. You can airdrop money to everybody in the world, uh, in the country. If we have 250 million people, they can airdrop to everybody without losing anything because the money from 18 anyway. They don't have to print any longer. It's just counts the... Well, because you, you were telling me something the other day, and maybe it was the money change that I was thinking about, where... They, there was a redesign of the money. So, recolor, recoloring, not redesigning. <laughs> and and there's a there's a date on that. It's like 
if you have the money that's a certain color, that money the, is no longer by, good. By the 15th of December, which is in a few days from now, uh, I think about two, three days from now, you would have to start to spend the new money. The banks will start to give customers and Nigerians in general the new money. By the 31st of January 2023, the currency that we currently spend, or the, the one that uh, they, 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 they abandoned and before the redesigned one, ceased to become legal tender. And I'm amazed how... Uh, uh, how, it's amazing how in a very short period of like three months, they want to really um, execute that. And Nigerian government know how to force things. They will force it and they will execute it. They may extend the date a little bit, but once they say this is no more legal tender, this is legal tender, that's what it's going to be. And now uh, you don't even have access to lots of Naira. There are market women, there are farmers, there are widows who need bulk cash to operate, uh, but they don't want to give them cash no more. So they will have to be onboarded via USSD, via uh, paper, uh, points of sales, uh, uh, and, and, and all sorts. I can tell the strategy because I've been a built. Well, well even, even with what you've already explained, here's, you know, let me just walk through this. So let's say you're, you're just a working class guy, you have whatever job, and you have uh, 20000 in cash. But it's the old cash. So now you're being told that on December 15th, that cash, it's the wrong color. So on December 15th, it is worthless and cannot be used to buy anything. So what you must do is you must take that 20000 in cash. You must give it to the bank so they can turn it into the, the correct color money. Yeah. But you can't take twenty thousand out, even though you just gave them twenty thousand, and now it's converted to proper color money. You're only allowed to take out fifty dollars or something. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you don't do that by the thirty first of January, twenty twenty three, whether you like it or not, we would do what we say we would do. So. Is either you bring back that money or it becomes useless, you're gonna to have to go and burn it because we may not take it from you any longer. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Yeah, it's terrible. That's terrible. So and you know what? Nobody's protesting against it. Uh, people are just talking because they don't understand. Nigeria is a highly populated com country with lots of active young people, but the proliferation of shit coin by the likes of Binance have blinded people and that's why bitcoiners have to really really come to nigeria in 2023 it's no joke we supported el salvador even from where i am you know i told the ex-president about el salvador i said look see what's happened over there sir you're no more the president but i wish you can talk to the current president i think that nigerian people don't have the education yet. i think if the president have the education himself it would kind of pay attention to Bitcoin, because one day you will not be the president again, and you will face surveillance of the CBDC that you may have signed into law, and, and you will realize yeah. that you have you right. have signed something that will destroy you yourself. Because if the people in power are not in your political party, you will be in trouble because they will come for you. The previous political party always come for the other one. So um, I think the central bank governor also. 
may not completely realize what he is doing uh, until he leaves here, and then the CBDC that he built will be used against him, and he will start to cry foul. He may have bought enough Bitcoin. I don't trust him, and I think he would buy more Bitcoin. But what they should be doing is advising the nation to buy Bitcoin. Nigeria should buy Bitcoin as an asset for us. We have lots of energy budget and, 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 and billions of dollars we are loaning here and there for future green energy right now. And we're not incentivizing all these operations. We have banks that run electricity with mo mostly dissipated 24 hours. We have oil companies flaring gas. Nigeria is the marketplace. The Bitcoin village is even more situated in a very choice area because even though it's, it's, it's a upcoming economy and, 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 um, and community, best for Bitcoiners, in my own opinion, because there's no power there. So Bitcoiners have to bring power and then incentivize every home that gets the power with mining. That's one. Two, it's by the waterway, so we can do hydro and, and, and all sorts of uh, um, yeah, uh, um, technology stuff. I, I don't have that knowledge. I believe as two Bitcoiners that have the knowledge can help. Three, uh, the soil test that we did is fantastic and we're ready to release it on request to anybody that is interested. Um, it's a very um, healthy soil, can take skyscraper, at the same time can grow any type of um, 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 food, food or whatever it is, good for agriculture. So, um, it, it, there, and there is more land that we may be able to buy to build an entire Bitcoin city. It's a village we want to build uh, 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 on the one acre. The village, the entire community has welcomed us. The Paramount King can't wait to cut the ribbon on that day and shake hands with all of you. Um, when I walk past the streets and they call me Uncle Bitcoin, I don't shed tears no more. I just get very, very excited because I can see how their future will change. Nobody ever taught me money when I was growing up. I didn't even know. I didn't know at all. While they were teaching you guys how to write software codes, they were teaching us lava and puba, cockroaches and rats here in Nigeria. So um, it, it's very, very funny. We thank God for internet that is helping many of us on international exposure. And Bitcoin needs no visa, no passport. Look at us now. Uh, 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 you don't care if I'm black or not. I'm doing adoption work. You don't. You don't need to trust me. Just verify what I'm doing and then encourage what what is happening. It's the same thing myself and Jeremy do all over the world. So we've supported many people to to get by and, and, and to follow their vision as long as it's Bitcoin only. Um, uh, but it's very very tough to do because we don't currently have the support of the government. We are under a ban um, such that. Uh, it's an executive order from the central bank governor himself, not from the president. It's from the stable of the central bank governor that the financial institution, the microfinance bank, the payment service solution providers, and even the IMTOs, that's the international money transfer operators, uh, who are the people that, you know, uh, switches and, and, and process cross-border remittances. Not, excuse me, not to process Bitcoin transactions, for Bitcoiners, and that's why we move P2P. Nigerians are like water. You try to stop us, we move past you. The P2P marketplace is big. From a previous conversation, you were explaining that that Nigerians had like a a crash course in peer to peer, and 
tell tell me about that. Are are Nigerians any good at peer to peer software and the peer to peer experience? So the best P2P marketplaces, I can bet it in the world today, learned from Nigeria. Every P2P business in this Bitcoin space that have succeeded must have learned from the Nigerian market. Go mention them. If you are not in the Nigerian market, you haven't tested the the liquidity of your P2P marketplace, whether you're a local Bitcoin, whether you are a yellow card, I mean, shout out to all the people that are now selling shit coins, but at least they they they, they allowed um, um, people to see what Bitcoin is. Whether you're a Binance, Paxful, or whatever it is, there's so many Bitcoin companies um, that started as Bitcoin only, and now they are shit coin companies. P2P, because of the um, unfavorable pronunciation of the Nigerian Central Bank and the love for Bitcoin. Uh, we are used to banning here. People, they ban things all the time. Nigeria see that this thing has value. We go find a way around it. And people say, what are we going to do? We have to keep buying and selling Bitcoin. Even if it goes to zero, the most important thing is it has value for us. That's what that's that's what we see it as. It's money. Peer-to-peer electronic cash. I mean, a lot of Nigerians don't even know what they call hodling. It's cash to us. Once you know Bitcoin in Nigeria, you see it as cash. You don't see it as, oh, I have to huddle for my future. No, it's much later you will discover that, oh, I have just spent the money for my future. Oh, next time I'm going to huddle. So um, I don't even know how it happens, but I just realized that every young person that is into Bitcoin um, almost understands to the tune of 50% plus exactly how peer-to-peer should work, even without escrow services. Escrow services is just a technology that came much later. You know, um, it's it's either peer-to-peer like physical with cash or hopefully let me just trust this person via Telegram or WhatsApp. But lots of money used to be uh, missing. People get, uh, people, people lose their cash a lot and don't get the Bitcoin eventually. That's why people go for trusted platforms. And OTC is a big market. Over-the-counter sales, they have merchants that can convert $1 million to cash in one in one hour. In Nigeria, as I speak, you want to do shipments of $40 million, all you have to do is, you know the bank will take deductibles, they will stress you, they may not even do that transaction until like two weeks. Tell uh, a Bitcoiner, uh, like me, all I have to do is I shop for the Bitcoin for you or I tell Bitcoin companies that I know and say, hey, how much Bitcoin do you have? Can you bring $3 million? Can you bring $4 million? And boom, in a week, you'll be shocked. Nigerians come together. I mean, the Bitcoiners come together to provide this money for this big shipments guy who wants to ship money. He doesn't need to go to the bank no more. He gets his Bitcoin, boom, and the transaction is done. So, the OTC marketplace is so big and it's, and it's really succeeding. But now, you know, we're modernizing it, adding lots of technology to it and trying as much as possible to reduce the penetration of the shitcoin companies. That's my biggest problem. The company starts with Bitcoin only. They get funded. Boom. They start to sell other stuff. And they are the ones who get the buzz on the media. The Bitcoin only companies feels like, oh, they're never going to make money. Oh, uh, <laughs> Bitcoin is boring. Yeah, we we 
We have a lot yeah. of that or, here. Yeah, they're always blah, 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 NFT. And this thing, I've tried every other thing. I used to be a big NFT advocate before I discovered it's trash. You know what I mean? So um, uh, glory be to God in the eyes that some of us still exist. We have turned down millions of dollars from people who offered us to list 20 coins on coin, um, the top 20 coin on top coin market cap. Uh, and I'm like, what are you saying? I can't do this. My mom thought I was stupid. It was $20 million. I mean, she didn't talk to me for like two weeks. Uh, it, it felt like, you know, another of my friends said, you're not destined for success. Because if you're destined for success, you would never turn $20 million down. I said, what am I, I going to tell Olu's mother. Olu's mother. Olu is a good boy. He did the right thing. Okay. <laughs> you should appreciate and love him. He's making good decisions. So don't worry about that money. Maybe I would have taken the money if I wasn't a Bitcoin maxi. If I didn't know, I would have taken the money and, uh, you know, I, and I'll be ashamed today and behaving like SBF and the rest of them. But, you know, I thank God I, 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 I became a maxi. I understand this. A healthy maxi with empathy and respect. And, and I know that, yes, it's about money, but also it's about clean money. But stay on the side of the truth gradually. Uh, 8 billion people will end up using Bitcoin. It will start from Nigeria and it has started. Yeah. It's, it's the, having more money doesn't matter if the money is trash. You know, Bitcoin is a way to store your time and labor in, that can't be debased, that's honest. So you can sell your soul for all the shitty money that you want or you can live in an honest world with values and principles and use Bitcoin. Guys, um, it's been well over an hour and this has been an amazing conversation. But before I close out, I, I just want to give both of you an opportunity to to say one one last thing. If you had one message to deliver to whomever is watching this video what what would that message be we i either of you can start off my message is this um on an individual basis as a pleb you all have the opportunity to impact the world in a formidable fashion maybe that's not the word um a powerful fashion um if if you're a bitcoiner out there and you're trying to think of what you can do for helping Bitcoin, just do do you, do whatever your skill set is, maximize that skill. If it's writing, if it's doing TikTok videos, if it's um, whatever, um, teach about Bitcoin in your respective manner and you will be impacting the world. You're essentially doing um, a small, you may think it's a small thing that what you're doing, but it actually could be a huge thing. Um, you could write an article and that one article can impact millions of people. So I just implore plebs to just do what they can to educate on Bitcoin and um, do it in whatever fashion that they are skilled in. And you'll be surprised how many people you could impact. And then just do it consistently. Um, taking action once is one thing, but if you just were consistently and persistently to do you and um, educate people in Bitcoin, you're, you're going to be super impactful. So never underestimate what you as one person can do. Um, that would be my message.
Excellent. And and you know what? It, it doesn't even matter if you do it sideways. Just do it. <laughs> um, every, every stack matters. And, you know, in, in Bitcoin, Bitcoin is scarce, right? So even if you stack the smallest amount of Bitcoin, it still has value because it's scarce. Well, Bitcoiners and a desire to do good in the world and to have an ability to have an impact in the world is also scarce. So even if you can only do it a little bit, do it. So I'm completely vibing with you, man. Olu, any last words, man? Uh, mine would go thus. Firstly, um, the things you read online about Nigeria is, is true. And there's so many things you don't read that are also not true because you haven't read them when you come here you will see that we are nice people so many olds are here um i'm not going to tell you to forget about the negativity about nigeria i know it's true we have crazy thief rogue politicians for real yes there's a lot of scam yes but there are lots of good people and everything we do here is being encouraged by Westerns. So it's not like we, we, we birthed it here. It's one Westerner, especially white Westerner. And this is not to undermine whoever you are or whatever color you are. So in one blood, one Bitcoin, we are one family. I'm a Bitcoiner. If you're watching me right now, even if you're still doing altcoins, know that everything I'm doing is to save you, is to fight for you. I don't dislike you when I say you're a shit trainer. I think I just want you to um, go and rethink and make sure you are on the right path. And the other thing I would say is the Nigerian Bitcoin Conference is happening in March 2023. Please come here, go dust your passports. You've been to El Salvador, you've been to Ghana. Uh, some of you are going elsewhere. It would be nice to come to Nigeria in March. Come and experience for yourself. Come and help Orange Pill Africa uh, in the Nigerian way. And um, the Bitcoin Village construction is underway. You can just verify us. Don't, please still don't trust us. Just verify. Ask for whatever kind of documents. You can DM me. I'll be available to talk, take video meetings like this. If you have anybody in Nigeria that you wish they can verify, let them just give me a call. Uh, morning, afternoon, and night. Always, always available. Uh, I love you all. I thank you. They say anything about us, um, care less. Just come DM me and say, oh, somebody said you did this. I say, put the personal video so we can talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what did you say, man? <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so be transparent. Be good. A tree can never make a bush. Uh, uh, you know, even if the tongue and the teeth fight, they will still have to live in the mouth, right? So Bitcoiners all over the world, even when we don't agree, we know we are on for hyper-Bitcoinization. We still have to live within the Bitcoin ethos. All shipcoiners, even though our zone is a no-go area, but if you're going to listen to the truth, then you are welcome. If you're going to fight the truth, I mean, we don't wish for you to go and burn, but hopefully when you get burnt, you'll come back home. Salute.
Dalu, well said. Um, anybody watching this video, you can support Bitcoin Village. The uh, website is Fix the Money, Fix the World. We'll put all the links in the comments. And, you know, uh, if, if I could leave a last impression, uh, once again, I'm just going to say it. Um, Nigerian Bitcoiners are leading the way to Bitcoin adoption. And Nigeria is is where it's at. So as Bitcoiners, we need to like love and support and appreciate one another in all the ways that we can. So, you know, read about it. If you can donate some money, donate some money. If you can contribute, if you can go to the to the Nigerian Bitcoin conference, go to the Nigerian Bitcoin conference. If you can just make yourself available in any way, adoption doesn't happen without community and seeing what nigerian bitcoiners are doing is amazing and seeing the fruit of that is amazing and you know let's let's get it done so with that i'm gonna say uh have fun stacking sat nigeria come and eat our food come <laughs> and enjoy the breeze we are beautiful people lovely so with that i'm gonna say everybody have fun stacking sats and thank you to the stock chainers we love you Nice.